This is Julio Cotto here at the National Hispanic Institute Home Office, uh, speaking with our president and founder, Ernesto Nieto, uh, having a brief dialogue about this year's 20, uh, 2017 Great Debate, which is our freshman experience, part of our Leadership Academy. Uh, Ernesto, wanted to talk with you a little bit first about this year's theme. Every year at the Great Debate, there's an opportunity to have a series of categories you participate in. Um, and you have team challenges, individual events. Uh, there is this great competition that occurs, but there's always a theme that puts all of the topics and events together. Uh, tell us a little bit about this year's theme. Well, my response, Julio, is going to be essentially with the intent of informing parents and school leaders and, of course, students. Um, the listening public needs to know that in the great debate, we're essentially dealing with high school freshmen. At the National Hispanic Institute, we have this tripod of leadership aims that are designed, as you know, to improve the skill and competency requirements or competency capacities, rather, of students. Um, in the great debate, in particular, we really emphasize communications. The LDZ, or the 10th grade program, uh, emphasizes governance, ownership, mobilization, and policy. And then, of course, the CWS for emerging seniors directs student thinking towards analytics, social analysis, learning to understand social forces or policies from an impact and influence point of view. So getting back to the freshman program, we do these things because we think that those are the three cornerstones of leadership preparation. We need students who know how to communicate effectively. We know we need students who learn to handle policy and governance effectively. And we need young men and women who know how to analyze things and be able to break things apart and put them together and look at them from different perspectives. These are three cornerstone requirements for later development as community leaders, which is another thing that I think is important. As you well know, NHI is quite aware of the fact that we, when we talk about leadership, that is oftentimes broadly defined uh, or defined by other people's measures. We see leadership in three particular ways. There are leaders who learn to maneuver and navigate organizational systems. NHI, and I want to underscore this, it's not about that. MBA studies, uh, Organizational studies, studies of corporate leadership all revolve around leadership within organized structures. Then we have what we see on TV, what we see and read about that I call political leadership. And it's very important that, that we understand that NHI is also not about political leadership. We see it as important, we see it as occurring, but at the same time, that is not what we emphasize. What we do emphasize is community leadership. How do you speak to community? How do you mobilize community? How do you use skills such as communications and policy and analysis to help cause community advancement or to help frame and pursue community change? So those three cornerstone requirements are very important to the work of the National Hispanic Institute. And we concentrate on highly articulate, academically advanced young men and women who expect to go to college and that we see as future impact players. Now, here's where the problem comes in. 
Our argument has long been that we spend, especially in the Latino community, much too much time on careerism and workforce readiness. We read about it. We see the Office of Education, particularly the new administration, talk about it. We see all these schools of specialization where kids, even as early as elementary and junior high, are being asked to make actually early career choices and highly specialized and pursue highly specialized studies. We feel that in the process of making young men and women think as work units, that what gets left out or behind or thrown out with a baby wash, as they say, is the whole aspect of social responsibility and community leadership. In other words, it's okay to have professionals, highly technicalized, technical-driven, modern-age-driven, tech-driven leaders who understand organizational processes, but not to the extent that we lose out on community leadership and social responsibility. We have found out through the years, when we work with young people, that young men and women who feel like they have a meaningful sense of purpose also feel valued, also feel centered and embraced and valuable to the life of the community, and that becomes inspirational and uh, a force that also impacts and has a positive uh, effect on their academic studies because they now have meaningful intent and purpose. So I wanted to lay that as a ground as the groundwork for how we arrive at themes and topics and what we ask ninth grade kids to begin to consider. What are some of the maybe immediate impacts that you see, not just in the United States, but maybe in Latin America as well, related to this theme? Well, just in general, just today I was writing a commentary that we've reached an age where it used to be that politics or engagement was a bottom-up process. It was focused in neighborhoods and communities, but through time it has shifted to a top-down hierarchical process. And people in entire population segments are being left out. The hue and cry right now is that we're not connected to the policies of our communities, to the policies of our state, and to the policies of our nation. And the reason for it is because elite forces now oftentimes determine what's in the best interest of the general populace and then push particular political agendas that some may agree with or may be diametrically opposed to. So we've seen that shift occur over the years, and what we are seeing is a reaction to top-down politics, that elitist, elitist form of, of communication, and where there are those people of knowledge who represent the individuals who are in the know, and then the rest of the community that represent those who don't know. And I think we see a disconnect occurring, but I think it's not only prevalent in the United States, but it is really prevalent even more so in a number of Latin American countries. In terms of impact right now, you were you made mention to a, a few quick items. At the beginning of this little talk, you said NHI doesn't do, or at least what we're not talking about is necessarily political leadership or business leadership. We're talking about community leadership. And right now you referenced community policy. As a concept, what are you referencing when you talk about community policy? Community policy or community leadership frames the social, the social agenda of a local community. We need to be more in touch 
about what we want for our more immediate community. We need to have a work and mental model, uh, an envision outcome for the quality of life we want to see in a small town, a larger town, and a region of the community, in a neighborhood. We need to be in touch with people's sentiments, needs, aspirations, and we're not. And so we kind of make decisions based on some kind of study, on some kind of philosophical or ideological view, and we begin to develop party alignments, and we begin to choose our leadership based on faithfulness to party ideology or party views, and we see that today. We see that today in state legislatures. We see that today in city councils, school boards. People don't run oftentimes today to support a particular social agenda. They run against conservative versus liberals, against Democrats versus Republicans, and so forth. We see it in our state legislatures, and especially we see it in our uh, national or electoral process. What do you think are going to be some of the benefits that come to families, students, even our own volunteers in engaging in this conversation this summer? Well, one of the most challenging things about community leadership is that you must have some vision for the good you want, the social good that you're after. It's very important not to simply think about yourself as an elected leader, a head of something, in charge of something. But you must carry with you a particular social intent and a particular venture that you're pursuing or that you wish to articulate that will impact quality of life at the very basic levels of community life, whether that be a school board or a city council or a taxing commission. You must have a broader knowledge of what you're after and what the benefits are and what investments we're making in order to realize the benefits we want. That's not how we do things today. We almost have reduced ourselves to kind of a class favorite or, or running for a school, board, school president at a high school. We run popularity contests. We're not as informed as we should be about the needs of people, and they're able, they're able therefore, to form an agenda that deals not only with their needs, but is also an investment process that realizes benefits. You meant you started this by talking about uh, directing a lot of this conversation to the parents. And I know we hear every year of families that had dinner table conversations or Sunday afternoon conversations about these themes. What would be one or two questions that you would pose to families to, to maybe ask themselves as they explore this conversation at home? I think that every child, I really, that's a good question. I think that every child needs to answer the question. What do you expect to be like in this community how do you expect to live out your life in this community? What do you bring to this community? What would you like to see this community do and achieve? Understanding that those are difficult questions, those are concept questions, those are uh, questions that are deep and cause young people to learn or force young people to reflect and analyze. Now that's a very important capacity that we're asking our young people to develop, the skills to look inside to analyze, to isolate, to discuss, to elaborate, to defend. Those kinds of lessons begin to form the basis or the frameworks for social thought. 
And that allows young people the opportunity to see them to see life beyond the individual selves, beyond their individual self-interest, and beyond careers and jobs. We'll be following up this brief conversation with other uh, small chats about each individual topic in every category for this year's great debate sessions that we'll be seeing in Texas and Pennsylvania, all over the country. Um, as well as talking about each individual category and its importance and the leadership lessons that come with it. Thank you, Ernesto. For more information on the National Hispanic Institute, please visit our website, www.nationalhispanicinstitute.org. Call us at 512-357-6137. Find us on Facebook at NHIHQ or on Twitter NHI underscore news and at Instagram and Snapchat NHI underscore news.